Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's John Austinson. John, you are the CEO and partner of FranBridge Consulting. You are found on the web at FranBridgeConsulting.com. John, thank you for joining us. Josh, love the show. Excited to be here. Absolutely. All right. So high level, what does FranBridge Consulting do? Yeah, so we're, we're a matchmaker. We work with many business owners and would-be entrepreneurs that are interested in investigating the world of what we've dubbed non-food franchising. So oftentimes when you hear the word franchise, you think fast food, but there's close to 2,000 opportunities out there outside of food from home and property services to automotive, health and wellness, fitness to uh, B2B type businesses, you know, anything related to children, pets, the aging mm. population, just a lot of niches that are covered by franchises that oftentimes are not on people's radar. So we work with clients to help them walk through the process, connect them with um, you know, many of our brands within our portfolio of about 600 different companies that we work with and uh, have a lot of fun doing it. Yeah. Uh, well, John, if you were to throw a franchise uh, directory in front of me and said, okay, Josh, you know, you got 30 minutes to, to pick a franchise. I can tell you with 99.9% certainty, I'm not going to pick a food franchise. <laughs> um, that's just kind of my outsider perspective. Uh, but it sounds like you've thought this out. Tell, tell me why food franchise, what kind of comes with the territory if you're going to go food franchise versus non-food? Yeah. And thank God for those. I mean, bless them that, that do have an interest in food. We certainly need them. Um, but for me, the way I view it, and, and I've been a franchisor and I've been a multi-brand franchisee. So I've lived on both sides, but in non-food franchises, and I'm still an investor in a number of them. What I found in my belief is it, it, most people want non-food and it, they're just easier ways to make money. So I, I feel less capital oftentimes on the front end, maybe fewer employees, fewer having to be on 24-7 or whatever those hours are, You know, maybe less inventory, all those things that, again, we, we need out there in the market, but most of my clients have no interest in uh, making money that way. It, they're just easier ways to make money. Yeah. All right. So here we are, middle of 2022, uh, when we're recording this. Uh, what is going on in the franchise world uh, for those who have been, you know, it's like for me, it's, it's, you know, it's kind of in the, you know, kind of in the back burner a little bit. I'm totally like at the right stage, you know, when, you know, our business is at that level, it, it absolutely makes sense. Uh, if you've already got some business sophistication that you, you know, just kind of plug it, you've already got the tenacity, you've got the, I want to say soft skills. And I know that you work with particularly like an EO and other business networks, you work with a lot of existing business owners and say, listen, 
you know, you've got what it takes. I mean, if if you succeeded on your own with no system and no franchise to to go with, you, you know, there, there's some inherent advantages here in this world. Can you talk about that for a bit? Yeah, absolutely. So from 30,000 feet, you know, our business has never been better. We've never seen more activity or interest in business ownership, both from those that are existing business owners, as well as those looking to step out for the first time. And, you know, we've read every article about the great resignation, but I would call it the great realignment. I, I think COVID's caused a lot of people to question the path they're on and say, maybe now's the time to, to take a step out. You combine with that record levels of cash on the sidelines and all sorts of neat opportunities that are cropping up, a lot of emerging brands in different industries. And, you know, we, we do, we've done deals year to date with those in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. It's not limited to a certain age range or geography. You know, we hear headlines about people moving out of California and New York. Well, we've done multiple deals in each of those states, you know, so far this year. So still a lot going on really in every market. And, you know, I think more and more people are waking up to the power of franchising. And again, not just the variety of opportunities, but we do a lot of work, as I said, with current business owners as well. And I can get into some case studies, but you know, these are folks that are saying, hey, you know, I, I may have started businesses on my own. They may or may not have been franchises. You know, we, we've worked with clients in both boats, but they say for the second time around or third time or fourth time, I'd rather not recreate the wheel and start from scratch. I've been there, done that. I'd rather step into a system where, you know, you've got a franchisor on the sidelines that, that's a coach, if you will, that the better you do, the better they do. So your interests are aligned. You know, there's, there's product market fit. You're marching towards profitability on day one. You know what that path looks like. You're able to go in eyes wide open through the FDD. You get all the information, all the financials of how other markets are performing before you ever step in and, and make that purchasing decision. You also get to talk to other owners beforehand. And so you can really measure up that opportunity, which that's part of the reason the success rate of franchises, over 85% of franchises are still in business after five mm. years. We're in, and we all know the stats of traditional startups. So you know, some of those reasons, and then Josh, I, I think you'll find this interesting, but it oftentimes goes overlooked. Not only do you have other franchisees exchanging best practices across the country, but you also can exit at a higher multiple. Uh, there was a study done by the Rinker School of Business recently where they looked at a 10-year period, about 2,000 exits across like-kind of industries of those non-franchised and those franchised, and found the franchises traded at a multiple of one and a half times non-franchised on, uh, non-franchised on average. So there is some value there from a resale standpoint. So the more that people are getting educated and wising up to this, yeah. um, the more interest we're seeing. Yeah. What, what, what would be an example? I don't know if you have like a story or you could tell us more about um, franchise exiting. And so, um, you know, is this something that potentially, like if you've got the right skills and the right tenacity, you know, start with something, follow it, execute, you know, brilliantly, and then potentially what, five, 10 years down the road, you could make an exit with some decent ROI? Hundred percent, and wow! You know, some, I some, like that. See, I like investing in myself. <laughs> yeah, and you build the cash flow along the way, but then yeah. you have that exit down the road. And so, I mean, we recently purchased a few other franchisees to add to our. So, one of the franchises I'm invested in is the driveway company. We've got a great young general manager running the business for us. We we get on a coaching call every week, kind of guide him open up our Rolodex, but largely he's the one running the business for us. And we've recently bought out two other franchisees. And so I think franchising lends itself to some easier exits for a few reasons. One, you've got um, you know other franchisees that may be interested in buying your territories, kind of like we just did. 
You also can reach out to the franchisor. The franchisor wants to make sure that they're getting another great candidate in there to, to run the business. And so they usually have a pipeline of those that have shown interest in the brand over time in that market. They've had to say, hey, sorry, it's sold. Well, now you've got a great lead list to start with when trying to exit the business. So, um, yeah, definitely a, a lot of benefits. And one thing I'd mentioned too, private equity loves franchising. You know, we've oh, yeah. seen- Oh, absolutely. Largely at the franchisor level, every now and then they'll come in, you know, sweep up a bunch of Orange Theories or Meinekes or what have you. But oftentimes it is at that franchisor level. We get calls every day from private equity firms from Dry Powder saying, hey, we want to get into franchising. Do you know any emerging brands that would take an, you know, like an interest in them? So, yeah, a lot going on in the world of uh, franchising these days. Yeah. Um, so for, let's say that, uh, you know, there's a business owner listening. They're like, hey, look, I, you know, perhaps in a year or two, I'm going to be ready. You know, I'd love to jump into something that might be a little bit more passive, right? So um, a franchise where unlike food, where you might end up having to be there, you know, nine to nine <laughs> every day, yeah. uh, you know, maybe something that, um you know, you can kind of get going a little bit more intelligently where it's not going to, like, I'm not looking, I wouldn't be looking for a full-time job. I'm happy to put in the hours, happy to put in the effort. Um, but, you know, I, I want to have a plan so that, you know, in the early days, yes, of course, it's going to take a lot of extra effort, um, you know, to get the thing launched. Um, but then, you know, eventually I'd, I don't want to be working you know, yeah. full day. Um, what would be some examples of maybe some franchise opportunities that might be a good fit uh, for someone who's looking for an opportunity like that? Like they've got other responsibilities, yeah. so they can't, you know, give, uh, you know, a hundred and some hours a week. Totally. totally. It, at least half of our clients are looking for exactly what you described, that executive model or semi-absentee. And most franchise brands allow for that. You know, there are a few that don't, but most do. And so, I think of like Nathan Bocock, a client of mine in Columbia, South Carolina, 39 years old, largest franchisee of two men in a truck, built that up to a $30 million business, 10 different markets. He built an infrastructure and organization beneath him. And he came to us a couple of years ago and said, hey, I want to diversify and expand into some other areas. So we got him into a great home and property services uh, opportunity. Then we placed him into a waste management the next time he came around. So in each case, he sourced these guys. Oftentimes he found them through his church, you know, just young 25, 27 year olds gave them some equity, said, hey, go make us proud, you know, had a lot of trust in them. And in every case, he's come back and bought additional locations from us, you know, within the first 12 months. Um, I think of like John Bradley up in Rochester, New York, who approached us recently, mid 40s. He's been a pharmacist his entire life, um, but he started buying FedEx routes on the side a couple of years back. He's built that up to a fleet of 25 trucks. And he came and said, hey, I want to actually diversify within my portfolio. I'd like to get into home services. We looked at a number of different opportunities together. Ultimately, he chose one that's a one-stop garage renovation business, wow. and uh, he's off to the races. So I can just give example after example, you know, across different businesses. I mean, one that we were out in Omaha, Nebraska last week with about 20 franchise brands. One of them that we're really excited about sharing with our clients is it's a drug testing one. I mean, talk about COVID resistant and Amazon resistant. It's a drug testing like for employers. So it's kind of a B2B model, mm. one employee per location. They're kicking off about 600000 in revenue per location, little, little small retail storefront, 200000 on the bottom line. And you can get into this for like hundred to 125000 per location. So, you know, you get five of those set up and running. You put a manager over them and you have weekly check-ins. 
Josh, you know this. I mean, any business owner, it comes down to having good people. You can be given the yep. system. Ultimately, you still have to have a good operator. And so that's one of the things we also coach our clients on, on, on how to find them, how to incentivize them and such. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the money side of things as well. Um, so, you know, obviously, um, it, it, it's, 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 not in, it's not incredibly difficult to find money uh, for franchise opportunities. In other words, if your credit's good, you got some cash to work with, um, you know, certainly you'd look good to a lender. Um, you're probably not going to have too tough a time here. Yeah. So really to break it out, I'd say about a third of our clients will pay cash you know, for the franchise. About a third will use an SBA loan. We've got a great mm-hmm. partner that helps our clients with those. Uh, believe it or not, the government still supports small businesses. In some yeah. ways. And then yeah. uh, and then third, it would be one of a few other things like a portfolio loan where you can borrow against your portfolio at a low interest rate. Great, great one. I, I actually use that myself. Um, a HELOC uh, or other you know friends and family type investments um, from a so all those are, are different mechanisms. What we find is most franchise deals that we do are between 100,000 and 300,000. I'd say that's kind of where 75% fall, some a little bit less, some a little bit above. Um, you know, most of these are cash flow businesses. Some have a physical location, some don't. Um, but then from a return standpoint, this is eye-opening, Josh, because again, you're buying into cash flow, a potential exit. You're also able to write off expenses as a business owner, which much of your audience knows. So it's kind of that, that trifecta. But we've done three deals in the gutter space recently, including a Wall Street attorney outside of Boston. Never had any background in home services, but this was an example. And that's been a very hot segment, home services of late. Oh, uh, but the gut, you this, think? <laughs> this, this gutter business, Josh, oh, an investment right around 200000 and it's yielding an average, this is across the country, average per location of $1.7 million in revenue with a 30% EBITDA bottom line margin. Yeah, even if you hire a manager to run that for you, there's still plenty of meat on the bone. Um, So that's been a popular one of late as well. Yeah, listen, you know, I I want to kind of put a special call to action. You know, what from my observation, you know, I've got some good friends in the franchise space, and uh, you know, personality wise, if if you have a decent network and you know people and you're comfortable with the networking aspect of it. Man, I mean, it's you should at some point you should likely start having some serious conversations, John, with someone like yourself. Um, you know, because that just you bring into this again kind of a skill set and uh, you know resources that that you could really potentially cash in on. And um, you know, again, you know, if you're like me, personality wise as well as a business owner. I like betting on myself. Um, you know, I know what my skills are. I know where my weaknesses are. So I don't bet on those, <laughs> but I definitely like building on the skills. Uh, and, you know, I got to tell you, you know, I have more confidence in in me than I do. Yeah. Oh, this is going to take some people off like NFTs or crypto <laughs> yeah. as of when we're recording this uh, kind of an interesting subject, but yeah. Um, so John, how does it, uh, how does it look like, what does it look like to work with you? Like, how do you begin that process? How does that usually look? Yeah, absolutely. And so you take a world of 4,000 franchise brands, give or take in the U S and we're adding new ones all the time. You narrow that down to those that don't have food and lodging, which is where we kind of you know, focus areas outside of that. That cuts out about half the brands right there. So of the 2000, there are different stages of growth. We've vetted those. I'm affiliated with the largest brokerage here in the U S we've narrowed those down to about 
five to 600 that we feel really strongly about, that we have relationships with. They've got the leadership teams, financial models, check all the boxes, unique niche in the market. And so the way we engage with clients, first off, it's entirely free. So we get funded by the franchise brands on the back end. For them, it's a sales and marketing cost. None of that gets passed on to our clients in any way. So very clean, great model from our standpoint. Um, but we'll have a call with our clients, get to know them. Next step, we will um, you know, get on a Zoom call where I'll take them through, you know, give or take nine or 10 opportunities that are available in their market that match the criteria we've discussed and that we see resonating with others with similar backgrounds around the country. So what are the best of the best? They then narrow those down to three or four to actually have a phone call with. And we'll tee up that call with the franchisor. And then the franchisor has a very streamlined process. Usually takes about two months where they introduce you to the other franchisees in the system. You get to go deep on the FDD, the franchise disclosure document. You get to get into the financials. You get to spend time with the franchisor eventually on site with their team. All the while, we're holding our clients' hands, jumping on the call every week or two, and really guiding them, serving as a sounding board through the process. So it's a lot of fun. And I'd say close to 90% of our clients end up purchasing an opportunity that was not only not on their radar, but maybe even in an industry that was never yeah. on their radar. So it's it's fun to see the light go on and uh, once you peel back the onion. Yeah. And, and John, I mean, it's, it doesn't cost anything to grab some time with you, right? Right. Yeah. So, um, so for that to happen, uh, you know, obviously you can go to franbridgeconsulting.com and John, when someone goes there, what should they do? What should they click on? How do they kind of, what, what do they do? Yeah, no, we've got some great content out there. I'd encourage everyone to sign up for our free newsletter. We put together some really good content every month that we send out to our, to our list. And by doing so, we'll also share a copy of our book called non-food franchising, which uh, releases in the next two to three months. It's going to be in Q3. Really excited about that. Uh, it's been highly anticipated. So eager to get that out there and in the hands of all of our um, all of our followers. So also connect with me on LinkedIn. We're, we're putting good content out there several times a week. And uh, I'd encourage you, again, it costs nothing to learn a little bit more. If you are thinking about expanding your current business uh, portfolio, either in a way that can complement it or diversify it, um, you know, or if you're looking to get into business ownership for the first time, you know, it makes a lot of sense. Um, Josh, one other thing I, I would touch on for those that have a business that they want to scale and feel like maybe franchising could be a path to do that. I would be happy to jump on a call. I, I get EO companies reaching out mm. all the time and we, we've been able to help a lot of them. We don't personally take the, the company through the franchise process, but we've got a great partner that does. And I'm happy to share my two cents on you know, having been a franchisor and a franchisee, kind of what's going on out there and the pros and cons to, uh, to that approach. Yeah. All right. John Austinson, CEO of Franbridge Consulting. Again, your website, franbridgeconsulting.com. John, thank you so much for joining us. Enjoyed it, Josh. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. 
I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and re-share you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? Please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review, and we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.